Ages is a game where you will learn as you play, and we strongly recommend experiencing your early runs on your own to enjoy everything without spoilers for the first time. This podcast will assume you have reached the final boss, unlocked all the weapons, and met all the characters. Any additional spoilers will be disclosed in the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Hidden Aspects, a podcast about Hades. I'm your host, Ridiculous Hat, and this week we are joined by none other than the great Jawless Paul himself. JP, how you doing? I'm doing really well. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. Episode two, when we're, we land a big fish already. Uh, feel pretty fortunate here. But uh, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be getting to know Jawless Paul in a bit if you don't know him already. But you can also get to know everyone by following our social media accounts. Uh, check us out. We're on more podcast platforms. I'm sure Apple is coming, but we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on Anchor, of course. And check us out at Hidden Aspects on, Dis- on Twitter and join our Discord. Link is on the Twitter account or in the show notes. Let's get right to it. we got to interview our guest. Mr. Paul, tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your background with gaming in general? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so I started on the Nintendo back in, you know, 1990 or something. Back or in 89, the day. maybe. Back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. I was in kindergarten, I think, when we got it. And I was, I was hooked from there. And then at a certain point, I think I, I bought a Super Nintendo. And then my brother showed me Civilization. And it was just like PC gaming oh. from that point on. It's like you can't play a game like like there's nothing I had never seen anything like that. It's like this is so interesting and complex and you know consoles just didn't have it. So I, I didn't I haven't I mean I guess I just bought a Switch, but I hadn't bought a a console since Super Nintendo. Well, in the Switch also there is so much crossover between the indie PC market and the Switch. It might as well be a laptop in some ways. Uh, right. You know there XCOM is on there, Hollow Knight is on there, Hades is on there. Of course, there are so many games that you can translate well but yeah civilization i wonder how many gamers were created by just one more turn just one more turn right yeah definitely so how did how did you find hades how did you stumble upon it uh and what about it drew you in um i don't exactly remember how i stumbled upon it but i i was well aware of supergiant i'd played bastion loved bastion um played some of transistor as well though i didn't I think I was in the middle of another game at the time, so I didn't give it, you know, a, a fair shake probably. But then I think I I was watching a bunch of Hollow Knight content on YouTube and gosh, the name of the YouTuber is not coming to me. I just thought of it. Um, he made a bunch of Hollow Knight stuff and then he made a, oh, Rusty. Oh, yeah. yeah. His the name Super is Rusty. Forge Rusty. Yeah. Super Forge Rusty. Yeah. He, and so he made a kind of a, just an overview video about Hades. And I was like, holy cow, that looks amazing. And I should jump on that because it's an early access. And I, I, I was at, it was already at that point that I was thinking about YouTube and like, what, you know, what is the thing that I could do? Cause Hollow Knight was like, you know, that's, that's saturated. There's tons of people making Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight content and that's fine. But yeah. Um, and just, just roguelites in general, I've, I've enjoyed roguelites for a long time since the, since the Binding of Isaac, the first one, like the Flash game. And that game just blew me away because I'd never played a roguelite before that. And it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And you think Binding of Isaac was kind of genre defining in a way because people were used to the idea of roguelikes where you just you die all the time. But the roguelite mm-hmm. formula, I think, really hadn't been explored as much where you had that persistent progress. 
yeah yeah you can unlock things and, and new items and stuff would show up it's great yeah well and we know it works with hades that's for sure um but you were yeah. talking about you were looking to get into youtube around the same time what prompted you to decide to become this the internet performer that you are uh oh wow that's question i mean i i guess i didn't really get into it thinking i'm gonna be a youtube performer i i mean i played video games all the time and you know my wife and i have a pretty good relationship and but i wanted to kind of be like you know what let's let's do something a little bit more productive than just playing video games i think maybe it's just because i you know i'm in my mid-30s now <laughs> and i feel like you know like i i love games and i i, I still enjoy games just for their own sake but but having something in additional that was constructive and was creative and was tapping into that side of my brain as well, and not just enjoyment, um, that was really valuable for me. And then, and then I started, and then I made a guide video one time for Hollow Knight, and it just got like views every single day. And that was like, whoa, like a switch was like, this, that could happen. Like <laughs> things could happen with that. Um, and so that kind of like encouraged me to do it more. And then I got deeper into it. and. Um, yeah, it's kind of all she wrote. I, I enjoy every part of it. Like, like, I don't mind making thumbnails. I don't mind doing any of those things. And it's like, those can be big barriers if you dislike doing those types of things. So, yeah. Yeah, we were chatting a bit before we started uh, recording. I will say uh, the time commitment of editing is substantial. You know, it's there's a big yeah. upside, of course, to making content. And, and I think a lot of people, as they transition from their 20s to their 30s, What's the difference between doing something and making something? Uh, the idea of having that creative outlet's a big, big deal. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> but in terms of your YouTube channel, I'm looking right now, fifteen point one thousand subscribers. Congratulations! <laughs> Holy uh, crap! When yeah, when one came out last month, you were at ten k. Nope. Uh, when one came out, like the day it came out, I think I had like five and a half thousand. <laughs> what on earth is happening i don't know man it's it's i know i'm the the metrics are off the chart it's it's weird it's i mean it's cool it's like hey this is this is what i've been working for i guess (laughs) this is the payout totally deserved and really uh speaking of someone that started the game with 1.0 uh your content is was incredibly helpful to making those early runs a little smoother and getting an idea of what to build for. And this game, as I'm sure you've noticed from basically every social media platform there is, is really captured the gaming world's interest in a way that very few games do. Yeah, I was just talking to folks on my stream that I, I, I work in a school and a high school student was talking about Hades. When a high school student is talking about the game, Ooh. that's a big deal. <laughs> when there are TikToks being made, I hear that's the, the indicator of cultural relevance these days. I wouldn't know. I don't tick or talk, but apparently it's a no, thing. Yeah. It's a thing, yeah. So right. how's that been for you? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 been a lot of pressure, I guess. Like, I really appreciate you know, the positive feedback that people give me that it's helped them and that it's been, you know, beneficial in, um, in some way I do, I do get like nervous that I've spoiled it for some people. Like I've gotten a a few of those comments and man, that it really, that really like feels bad. Like that I, that I might've ruined some part of the game for them. And, um, but, but for the most part, it's just, it's a blast. It's super fun. It's great to connect with people that, are also enjoying this amazing game and (laughs) yeah good yeah well it's so hard to figure out what counts as a spoiler in hades 
because it's each person has their own individual journey in the game. And I found out about something today. I have done 160 runs in the past month, and I found out a new thing today because the, yeah. the game just has it has 36,000 voice lines. Like you're not going to find all that out right away. I still I'm still unlocking voice lines myself. But, and you've been playing the game since December 2018. Yep. Well, and to be fair, like They're adding the them. stuff that yeah. I have, it, it's the stuff that's been added in the last month. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's insane. It, the amount of the amount of content that they put into this is mind boggling. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a really impressive effort. And, uh, you know, everyone and if, we have a spoiler warning at the top of the show that plays. But everyone that's listening, if you haven't played a lot of this game, go play a lot of this game. But of course, just be aware um we want to make sure as well that we can set up everyone's experience to enjoy the game, but also uh, it's it's hard to talk about the game without spoiling something. And so just mm, just yeah. manage uh, your own expectations when engaging with Hades content. The, the higher level the content, the more likely it is you're going to see stuff that you haven't seen before. Um, and right, that even right, goes yeah. for us. Yeah, There's some crazy stuff out there in those high heat videos. Yeah, it's, it is nuts. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So... Speaking as not even on the Haiti stuff, but speaking as one mid thirties person to another, how do you balance the time? What does your day to day look like? <laughs> um. Well, yeah. So I I work full time as a school counselor, and then um, I was doing so for a while back back uh, in I think January and February. I had my school counseling, and I was giving lessons for about six or seven hours a week, and then we also had foster kids. And our own kids and it was i mean it was like it was cool in many ways but like holy cow we had bitten off more than we could chew and so honestly now i i feel like and i'm still i still feel like i'm living that gravy life like it's not it's not hard to balance it i guess is the way i feel right now um i still feel like man i wish i had more time to make more videos like i i would love to make you know three or four rather than like one or two i like guide videos i guess is what i'm saying like run videos are one thing but yeah, no, I, my wife has been super supportive too. like, um, through this whole process since I started in 2018, like she's, she kind of like, you know, okay, you know, this is not going to really go anywhere. Like, this is, you know, everyone, everyone tries to do stuff on YouTube or Twitch and, and, um, and, but she was supportive and, you know, let me have the time. And so I really appreciate that. And I wouldn't have been able to <laughs> do this without her. And so, we can yeah, safely I, say watching your stream, she has transcended from support to co-star no doubt. Yeah, she is hilarious. I mean, she's I I've known for a long time that she's hilarious. She makes she makes friends way quicker than I do and she connects with people. <laughs> so like she's got that she's a star in the making, you know what I mean? Like yeah. She's, she's got that that ability in her. I saw that video trying to play Hades. Very uh her giving a shot, very entertaining. She's absorbed a lot from you by osmosis, for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. And she, I, we're going to do more of those, too. I think she she enjoyed it. And she likes, you know, she likes entertaining people, too, whether she admits it or not. <laughs> of course. And there's, there's so much yeah. good variety of the content. Sometimes you want to watch a guide. Sometimes you want to watch a run. Sometimes you want to watch something fun. And so maybe you can do a compilation yeah. video of wife runs and push-ups <laughs> and just have the <laughs> montage of the Jollis Paul experience. The strangeness yeah. that is yeah yeah totally. maybe chopping some among us game nights in there it's you know you know there you go yeah 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 i just i actually just discovered that game and played it for the first time last weekend and that game is great too by the way but, yes yeah. it's great but it makes you question if your friends are great or if yeah, they've been right. lying to you the whole time 
Yeah. Such good liars. How is, how is that possible? Yeah. What else have they been lying about? <laughs> exactly. Um, but to bring it back to the game. So December 2018, early access versus 1.0. I get the vibe. It was very different. And so this is something I don't have personal experience with. Walk us through some of the things that have really transformed while we've been playing the game. Yeah. So I, I was I was thinking about this before. Um, you know, when we started, it was the sword, the shield, the spear, and the bow. Those were the only weapons you had. You had no weapon aspects. Um, when the game first came out, there were no I don't believe that there were any duo boons. Like there were no duo boons. There were legendaries. And so Basically, every run was just like, what is the game going to throw at us, right? Like, there were keepsakes and all that stuff. And so, like, that, it, there was stuff that was in there that could help you, like, shape the run a little bit. But it was, um, it was, it was much more limited. The way dash worked has changed a whole bunch. You used to have three dashes, but they were really, like, herky-jerky. Um, but then, so then, a few, a few patches in, they, they introduced, well, they introduced the rail. And then they introduced... Um, they started introducing duo boons and that when, when they started doing duo boons and I started to learn how to like actually get them, that, that, that's what opened up the game for me. Honestly, I'd say duo boons are one of the things that keeps me coming back. Like, can I get what combat, what crazy combination can I get next? You know, like, will it be good? Will it be garbage? Who knows? We have to give it a try, you know? Um, so that's been, that, that was an interesting thing. And then, man, the biggest thing though, when they brought in weapon aspects like that was like they i mean i i had some predictions about like what they were going to bring in next with each update but when they did that i was like like ingenious completely brilliant because it made the game like if it was if it was replayable before it was suddenly like yeah infinitely replayable in my mind it was amazing so um yeah just there's a lot of little things one thing that I always think about that I, I don't have any footage of and it make, drives me crazy, but they for a while were doing these fully animated, um, you know, the static images of the gods, right? Yeah. Like where they're, they're like talking to you, but there's just an image or maybe like a, a very, you know, slightly moving image. Like I remember Dionysus, they had this one version of him where he, the clouds were like billowing and like there was Whoa. so much animation. And I think that they like very quickly, they got a whole bunch of like error reports or something like from people where it was crashing and it wasn't or it wasn't playing smoothly. And so they just scrapped it. And it makes me so sad because I just be, remember being like, wow, this looks so good. <laughs> I mean, I like the way it looks now, too. It's fine. But I, I do remember that. And I'm like, man, I wish I just wish that I'd gotten footage of it, honestly, because it was really cool. But, yeah, the yeah. art team <laughs> so talented and I'm sure they had a lot done, but it seems the game is really focused on like running smoothly and cleanly. And so. I yes, definitely admire yeah. that focus and the uh, yeah. really the polish of the game. You can tell the game was playable by the public for two years because you don't get controls this tight and you don't get yeah, uh, combat yeah. this fun without constantly iterating based on feedback. Um, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The billowing clouds, though. That'd be so much fun. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and was there anything in the early version of the game that was like just super broken that they had to balance for power level reasons? Yeah, so I was just I was thinking about that too because um, I I wasn't I guess when I first started I wasn't playing enough to really be able to figure that out um, early on. But I remember that there was a patch where so sword had always kind of been clunky. Sword the Nova worked differently and it was very slow and there was like a lot of like cooldown afterward. Like you were just kind of stuck in this like 
awkward animation for a long time. And then they introduced a patch and suddenly the sword became like completely broken. You could Nova. And if you got like double Nova, like that's all you needed. You probably didn't even need any boons. Like you just, you could double Nova and nothing could touch you. It was amazing. But yeah, then they, <laughs> then they toned that down. Um, no, I mean, like, different things have come, have come through, but they, they're so good. Like they, the balance in this game is really, really amazing. I mean, like just, just like I was rewatching, <laughs> not that I rewatched my videos, but like thinking about like how I rated all the weapons in my, I, you know, I made those videos about the weapons and I was like, man, they're all like just within a tiny margin of each other. Like, obviously like the Zagreus weapons are a little bit more, you know, subtle. They're not like this huge effect, but like, yeah, they, they've done a really good job of making everything viable. Like everything is, is good enough to, to do well with. And I think that that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. You see these, uh, like I, not every weapon is going to be a high heat champion, right? You're not going to see, you know, heat 55, uh, Sisyphus shackle, Hades spear. That's probably not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, right, um, right. but even then now that, now that you said it though, someone's going to go out and try it. They're going to, they're going to grind if it If you're out. listening, Taliesk, you, <laughs> Sisyphus shackle, Hades spear, get it. Um, yeah, but yeah, there are, but it's still fun and you could still push some decent heat with it. It's, you know, when you look at the top of the ladder, it's going to be the most competitive things. But even then, every weapon feels like it has a chance. And I was yeah. watching Hamlet do a, a 32 heat the other day, and she took Hades' spear and got massive spin <laughs> room one, and that was a clear. Oh, man. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with it's Artemis good. on it, it was a big <laughs> green circle and stuff just evaporated. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. cool. Totally. Um, totally. Yeah. All right. Lightning round. Favorite aspect, if you had mm. to pick one. Uh, favorite aspect would probably be... Parabo. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And that one's cool because like an aspect within an aspect and the way the cast work is so different and interesting. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. If you had to pick one character as your favorite in the entire game, just one. Oh, man. I, I was thinking about this recently. I actually, Nyx is, I think, the hero of the game, potentially. She's like the background hero of the entire game, in my opinion. She made the whole world. Like the, the whole underworld, she made it. She made it and and she made sure that you were that the path was paved for you to be successful in the underworld getting out and stuff. It was I mean, I, her character is so interesting to me. But anyway, <laughs> we could talk about that for a long time. <laughs> I love that scene as well, where like you're talking to her about a thing that happens later in the storyline where you disagree with the decision she made. And just to show you that she means business, she shakes the house. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I better not mess yeah. with this lady. That's some exactly. bad stuff's going to go down. Um, yeah, she's powerful. If you had a, a comfort bill that, like, you it, when you're about to go to bed, but you see the weapon glowing, you're like, "All right, I'll do this one." <laughs> what is your comfort build? Um, boy, that's it's tough. I I guess so. The one that I've become it wasn't this way initially, but I've I've become very comfortable with the fists, just the way that the fists move, and the way that you can dash, and I don't know. It it feels very. It's just very enjoyable and very smooth and yeah, very comfortable. And like, and you put like Athena attack on that and like nothing can touch you. It's great. It's, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yes. A, a man with yeah. the fists, uh, a man after my own heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so much fun. And yeah, when you have the Athena fist going, get Artemis, get some deadly reversal going, get some support fire. Just oh, like, yeah. yeah. Oh totally. yeah. Things uh, flying across the screen. Yeah. <laughs> which enemy is your most hated? The one you least want to see? Oh man, I, this is a tough one. But 
and this is maybe unusual compared to other people, but the large, not the small chariots, but the large chariots, they drive me nuts. I can't get away from them. They, they get me every time. <laughs> I mean, the satyrs, the satyrs were a very close second. The satyrs are a pain. Um, but those chariots, man, nothing triggers me more than seeing them just zooming across the screen faster than I can. I don't know. It's it. It makes me angry. <laughs> their movement patterns are so strange too because sometimes you hit them really hard and they stop still and other times you hit them and they're like i'm gonna keep on going yeah they're still trucking <laughs> yeah and the the phase one ads when you're doing phase one of hades and the chariots just show up and you're like oh i'm gonna take some damage i know that's what's yeah, gonna happen gonna be, to me right it's gonna now. be bad yeah. yep there's no escape yeah but i've noticed everyone everyone says it's not satyrs but it could be and then give some right. other answers. But Satyrs is always in that top three. Satyrs is always it. second place. Yeah. <laughs> At least second place. Yeah. And shout out to Armored yeah. Sater with the machine gun loogies. Um, all oh, right. Man. Before we get into our build bragging section, any cool Hades content or content creators you want to shout out? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so I got into speedrunning uh, maybe about a month before uh, 1.0 drop. And so there were a bunch of amazing speedrunners and i'd say that the speedrunning community has probably the best hades players out there it is incredible what these guys can do guys and gals i should say but um wrist 13 made a huge difference for me he came in and came onto the stream a while back and taught me kind of coached me through speedrunning helped me get a sub 10 minute run which was like a Ooh. goal of mine for a long time and um i mean halion is obviously he's huge and and amazing he's fun to watch um, but he's got enough people, <laughs> but no risk 13, um, Vareem, Bablization, um, gosh, there's a ton of, there's a ton of cool guys. Museus, like these guys are really, really impressive players and they play, they, they'll, they can do really fast, but they can also do like super high heat. I just, so like Vareem had a sub four minute in game time run, uh, pre one just just pre pre 1.0 and you can watch it on youtube and it is insane it's just it's just crazy it was a seated run so like he was doing like um rng manipulation which we won't we won't get into because it's complex but basically he he managed to guide his run uh down the most optimal path the most powerful path and anyway it's it's fun to watch you should go check it out you said sub four minutes, and I was like, sub four minutes through Tartarus, sub four minutes through Elysium. Nope, sub four minute clear. The whole game. The whole game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, go check it out. I, I mean, yeah. so, but, and, and it is, it is important to note that he knows exactly what, it's, what he's going to get in each room. And he has ways, like, there are ways to manipulate whether you get X or X or Y or whatever in, in each room. And he knows how to do that for each room. So he keeps doing the same save file over and over and over again. And so it's the exact same stuff. So you have to keep that in mind. But even still, it's incredible to watch. It's super fun. Yeah, it's proof of concept more than anything. Um, but also, yeah. uh, I've I watched a few speed runs and I was like, oh, I can totally do that. I'll just take Eris Seastorm. It'll be fine. It's harder than it looks. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's difficult tough. to go that it's, fast. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's. It takes a lot out of you. It's very exhausting. I mean, like trying to, like, especially if you're doing in, like, not just in-game time, but like real time. Man, that's tough. <laughs> RTA, that's, that's challenging because the, the pause and think is a vital part of Hades and the catching your breath. And you, me, yeah. if you're doing real time, you can't talk to the supportive shade. And then what's the point? And what's the point? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> why why even play at that point? That's, I don't have a good answer for you. <laughs> All right. So yeah. we got to do the thing that Hades players like to do the most. Some build bragging. Tell us about a sweet oh, build yeah. or two that you had this past week. I, I did watch. You had that 40 heat Ramabo run with that with the crazy amount of nausea hangover damage. That was really, really yeah, fun. Well, it, it, it was 32, but but, oh, 32. It, but I was I was trying. I was very concerned because I ranked Rama very high. <laughs> and so I was like, I, I want to see if I can make this really good. And that, yeah, that run was, I, that was the one I was going to bring up, honestly, because I had never, I'd never seen that with Rama before personally. And it just, everything came together and it was so much hangover damage and it just felt great. It just was, it felt very smooth, even though like Rama is a very clunky and slow aspect. It just felt good. <laughs> it felt good. And everything seemed to come and, you know, fall into place as I was doing it. So it was great. It was fun. Yeah. What I, what did you have? Uh, did you have a relentless volley and with the hangover on the special, yeah. I think. Yeah. So relentless volley on the special. And then I had the bouncing, um, the bouncing attack. So, and that mm. is, that is good, but it, I don't think that was the main thing. It was mostly curse of nausea and um, low tolerance, right? So eight stacks of nausea. And they're ticking every 0.35 instead of every 0.5. And then you just you just stack up the palms and Dionysus. And it's 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 a wonderful thing. You should give it a try. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was a lot of damage. I, I was watching those sticks hallways. That was where I came in. And and all those big enemies were just kind of evaporating. They just they got yeah. tagged with bouncing special arrows and then they just kind of went away. And yep. Uh, yep. I think you were doing were you doing EM4 in that run, too? Yep. Oh, yep. What a fight I, that is. <laughs> I know. I know. It's great. So like I've, I've, you know, 32 heat has been something that I've struggled with. Cause I mean, like 32 heat has kind of been like the gold standard. Like if you can do 32 heat with a weapon, like you've kind of figured it out. Right. Um, and I, I, that was my first time getting a 32 heat run with the bow. I just, I'd always struggled with the bow and even the rail before that I'd struggled and then Halion kind of, you know, <laughs> he showed me some really good stuff and, and it's helped a lot, but, um, yeah, it, it was uh, it was intense. <laughs> that EM4 fight is is a uh, a nail biter. <laughs> yeah. So I just I started pushing that fight this week. And the first time I went in, uh, I forget what weapon I was on, but I came into the EM4 fight and it, I had full death defiances and acorn and full health. And I died. In, like did not make it because he moves faster he hits harder he has new attacks and there are a lot of surprises we i won't go too in depth yeah. in the surprise here for anyone that hasn't played it yet but watch out there are some moments that will absolutely take you by surprise yeah and just different different move sets right like you think yeah. he's gonna do something because it's the way he always does it but nope he does it just a little differently and it throws you off the double sweeps the double, know, sweeps. The double sweeps just rushing after the first sweep oh wait there's another one. Oh, yeah. i took 80 oh yeah exactly exactly Rough. difficult i finally got i i had a few really nice accomplishments in the past few days actually i uh i finally beat em4 on i think it was actually on ramabo i finally beat it um nice. i cleared my first 32 did it we oh, got man. there it Congrats, was dude that is huge it was awesome <laughs> i didn't think i was gonna get there because i cleared my same my first 16 the same day oh nice so i was doing my favorite uh my favorite build which is merciful claws it's merciful and on gilgamesh which is really really oh. fun because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can go ruthless reflex instead of greater reflex because you have three yes. dashes 
So the ruthless yes. reflex, and I saw you were using ruthless reflex in your Rama run too. It was when you have a big uptime on that, the damage is crazy. Yeah, so if you so can good. get. I mean, the, yeah, the claws are great because you don't need to get that second dash. But if you find a second dash, it, yeah, you've got a huge advantage. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool, man. I'm, I'm, I was when you, I actually saw your post on Discord, and I thought to myself, man. I, I think it took me a lot longer to get to get 32 heats. So well done. I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was. I didn't think I was going to get there. And uh, I think approval process is my second least favorite pack trait uh, with the first oh, being man. heightened security. Of course, never heightened security. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> but I got I got proc locked. It's crossed out merciful end three times in a row. Oh, man. And I never yeah. ended up getting it. Never got it. Yeah. Got the Athena That's legendary, when, though. <laughs> That's when you feel like there's someone at Supergiant whose job is just to mess with people and be like, <laughs> yeah, I can tell what you're going for. I know what you're trying to do here. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, Cassivan. Uh, but <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. But we got there anyway, so yeah, it was my heart was yeah, beating nice. really, really fast the whole time. But uh, strongly yeah. recommend Merciful Claws if you're building that. By the way, this is something a few people I was ta- I was professing my love for Merciful End, and a few people that were also joined up in 1.0 were like, I can never seem to get it, and I always take Athena first. I'm like, Are you taking special? Because mm. if you take Dash, mm. you're not going to find it. Because um, yep. they nerfed yep. it. Dash yep. is not a prerequisite for Merciful End. You can't do it. You got yeah. you want Dash, but you got to take special first. Exactly. Yeah, it made it much harder. Honestly, I think the speedrunners used to go for Merciful End um, on on uh, the rail and on Fist, and they just it 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 could be that it it got superseded by Zeus, but I think part of it is also like it's just not reliable, right? Like you can't. It's much less uh, guaranteed that you'll find Merciful End in the end. But anyway. Yeah, it's Merciful End is an amazing, an amazing duo boon. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, super fun. And with the Gilgamesh having the three dashes, as long as you get deflect on dash and on special, and you get it, you get it going with Gilgamesh. You just you hold down attack and dash, and three times per second you pop a full doom. Once you get ID going, oh, it's so much damage. Yeah, so much it's, damage. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. 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 But we're not here to talk about the fist. We're here to talk about long range, not short range, because, Paul, we have a topic this week, learning to love the cast. Oh, man. Yeah. Tell us about cast. As you suggested this topic, and I think it's an excellent one, <laughs> but what is it about cast that you love so much? Um, well, so cast has had a, um, a strange road that it's traveled on, at least in my experience starting in, in 2018, because I remember cast i was like why is this in the game this doesn't make any sense i'm i'm swinging a sword and doing specials and that all makes sense to me but i also have these stones that i throw out why do i do that and it wasn't until for me it wasn't until the duo boons started to come in because most if you look at the duo boons most of them are about cast i'd say like if not a third or i mean if not like half like third of them are probably have something to do with cast. They change the way it works. They enhance them in some way. Some of them even just change them completely. So that, that for me, when, when I started to see like, you know, hunting blades, I think I had a, a hunting blades run, which if you don't know, that's when you're slicing shot from Ares, you get the duo with Artemis and that makes the, the slicing shot follow enemies around. And it actually has been nerfed several times since it was first implemented. Really? It, you should just it was be able to better? Stick. 
it just stuck to enemies. Like they would be running full speed across the screen and the thing is just like following them along. It's it would great. follow fast hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man. It was, it was, uh, it was a beautiful thing. And so like once I, once I saw that, I was like, okay, there's, and then, then I started to really like dive into um, more duo boons and what, what they could do. Um, I think it was a long time before uh, blizzard shot was, was brought in. But like there was uh, scintillating feast is one that I that I like a lot, um, and I like it on the Haribo. So like my my go to just to have a blast uh, build is to take Haribo with um, Trippy Shot from Dionysus, and then just try to get scintillating feast and and um, ice wine. But ice wine isn't as important to me as scintillating feast. Scintillating feast, there's something special about the clouds and the and the thunder falling you know the lightning striking enemies it's uh it's wonderful it takes a it takes a build that is maybe one of the burstiest builds in the game and then gives it sustain it's like how could this not be good this is amazing yeah it works <laughs> and then out you get to tap into you get to tap into all of that uh all that zeus goodness right like the double the uh the you know double strike the high voltage you know larger and then it's just like zeus is great because of all the synergies that they have with each other but yeah yeah and then you can, if you're even if you're playing priv status, Zeus is like, I got a static discharge right here. If you want that forty percent, I got you covered. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then the the aspects too. So I would say when they when aspects were introduced, the first ones that they added um, were the well, they had a bunch, but the there were several that were like specifically for cast. And I thought to myself, that is brilliant because right now there's why would you take why would you specialize in cast in any one weapon? There was no feasible reason in my mind that you would do that but then once you could get poseidon sword okay well that's really cool now you can get your cast stones back whenever you want them or um you know haribo obviously you can load casts that completely changes the way the casts work it's super great and and then i i really like achilles spear too achilles spear is a cast weapon i don't care what anyone says <laughs> well actually that's not true it's it's gotten a lot better since it's changed from two hits or two hits or casts to four hits or casts but yeah, you you get Achilles, uh, Achilles spear with the, the yeah. So if you want to do a hunting blades run, you get Achilles spear, grab slicing shot, get hunting blades. It's gonna be a blast. You're gonna have a good time. <laughs> I do enjoy the builds where the Haribo hunting blades comes together, but that's a lot of work. And if you whiff on hunting blades, then you have a bunch of blade rifts that run away from the enemies instead of running towards them. That's a little. Yep. That's a hit or miss. It's a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> I usually know by the time I get to Asterius if it worked or not, because if it does work, then Asterius dies. And if it does work, then I die. That's how that exactly. goes. That's, yeah, that fight, Theseus and Asterius, is the, like, are you going to make it or, or are you going to die? This is the moment that, that decides that. <laughs> yeah. Fight's tough. And you mentioned something about the first impression being that cast didn't seem like they made sense in the game. And I think that's a very common sentiment for newer players, especially if they haven't hit the 10 key row yet and don't really know what the extra benefits are. I heard a theory that like Supergiant had just made Pyre. So this was their mechanic they brought over from Pyre. And it's like, no, that's not that's not what happened. (laughs) It's but it's got so much depth to it. So. Uh, for newer players that maybe haven't incorporated cast into their runs, how do you think they should go about learning how to use it? We'll start with that 10k row. We've got a whole bunch of talents here. Uh, Boiling Blood, Abyssal Blood, Infernal Soul, and Stygian Soul. What do you, what do you usually go for there? Yeah, so um, the Stygian uh, versus Infernal is an interesting one because, um, so 
Yeah, is, I, I maybe I'll back up a little bit. Yeah. There's in my mind, there's two types of casts in the game. There's the casts that stick in enemies, and there's the casts that this the, the um, stone kind of spawns again. And so you kind of you decide what which one you pick, kind of based on that. Um, I generally think that Stygian Soul is similar to um, Ruthless Reflex versus the, the double dash. Like it's high risk, high reward, right? Like if you can find that second dash, it's incredible. And if you can find a second stone, it's going to do, it's going to be more, uh, it's going to be better than uh, if you were to take Infernal Soul with the exception of Haribo. Haribo is always better. In, I think it's always better with, with uh, Infernal Soul. So it's kind of a, it's kind of one of those things where you like think to yourself, am I, do I want to have, you know, three beams from the start, you know, three meme beams from the start, or do I want to potentially have like eight on the screen at, at the same time, which is very possible. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's like a Pink Floyd concert. It's amazing. <laughs> when you get that fully loaded crystal clarity and you're just like, oh, there are beams everywhere. It's like a laser light <laughs> exactly. show. Exactly. Yeah, it is. And they stay on the screen forever, too. If you get that, if you get that uh, tier two boom that makes them last longer. It's great. Yeah. And then as far as boiling versus abyssal, so more damage or slow them down and make them deal less damage. Do you have a tendency yeah. that I'm guessing that at this point you go boiling because of your familiarity with the game? But what do you recommend for people just yeah. getting used to cast? I'd, I'd say boiling blood is going to be is is 99 percent of the time is going to be better because. Um, just for any run in general, because if you are, um, if you're going to be <laughs> using a weapon, like doing, doing 50% more damage, I think is going to do more for you than, uh, than the 25% damage reduction that, I mean, it, it could, it's going to vary player to player, right? Like it's nice for bosses to to tag that on them and then suddenly, um, yeah, they're doing a quarter less damage. That's, that's significant. But I would say, uh, for me, I always take the the boiling the boiling blood. So I don't know. It's it, that's a tough one though, because once again, they they really thought about it, and it, there's there really is a, an interesting choice to be made there. Um, but you'll if you can kill things faster, that's usually better than just making them deal less damage. It's better to just avoid all damage, kill them like quickly, than it is to to like keep mitigating damage in a bunch of different ways. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> generally abyssal is probably better for seeing fights, but boiling is better for winning them. Is how I'll put it. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. There to me. you go. So we're talking about base cast. Now, there are two different kinds. As you said, there are the kinds that you shoot them at the enemies. They get stuck in them. Your electric casts, uh, your flood shots, your true shots. And then there are the casts that are uh, they have an AOE effect and then they drop your blade rifts, yeah. uh, your uh, crystal beams, your your festive fogs and then you have crush shot or crush shot it just kind of is crush shot um yeah yeah so so crush shot is actually interesting so i i i actually have there is a build with crush shot that is really really good like really really good and really fun where you get snow burst and crush shot and you're immediately getting privileged status because of the, mm, the ice the and, chill burst. Uh, yeah, yeah. and the um, and it is actually, it is actually a blast. It's kind of like a, like, you know, you're used to playing, you know, Counter-Strike with an SMG and suddenly you get the shotgun and you're like jumping in there and you're just blasting things and they're dying. It's great. It's, it, I, I actually think that's a fun build, but yeah, generally speaking, 
there's no reason to take crush shot unless you're going for a very specific thing. It's like just it makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, the the crush shotgun I have rarely assembled. There was one build where I took a purple chaos cast boon and then got a purple crush shot in Tartarus, and I'm like, all right, I guess we're doing this now. And <laughs> it is it. a lot of damage, and you can even if you want to go full meme, you can get the occasional blown kiss. The lesser yeah. known buff to Crush Shot that makes it slightly longer range, but I think that's unlikely to come up. Um, though Crush Shot with Haribo is interesting, and they keep changing how it works. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a racer named Babylization who um, he's very, very good with Haribo and Crush Shot. So the, well, and, and maybe it's changed. Actually, I haven't tried it since 1.0, I don't think, but um, if you can release. You know, like with the bow, you can choose how far your arrow goes. Like it either goes this far or it goes all the way, you know, to the to the full extent. So if you if you say, you know, set it up so that the bow, the the arrow stops before the enemies, then the harrow shot just like it's kind of like having a shotgun, you know, at the end of like at the end of your arrow. Right. Like and you fire your shotgun. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. But like if you can if you can do that, it takes a ton of finesse. It's like a mortar almost. You have to kind of land, like figure out where it's going to land and you hit right in front of that. It's a weird artillery. Exactly right. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's more, it's like a mortar. That's good. Yeah. No, totally. It's a weird, it's a weird uh, cast. And then using it with Hera is, yeah, you have to be very skilled. <laughs> I'll just put it that way to use, utilize it well. But, but he, for like, for instance, that was his go-to build for speed running with Hera. Like he could get, sub 10 minute runs regularly with with Haribo <laughs> and Aphrodite cast. Wow. It was, it's, it's a little strange to think about, but. Very impressive. So when you're not on Haribo, which cast do you find yourself taking? And ones that there's the strategy of taking a cast when you don't need a cast to block the cast slot. But when you're actually finding, when you find yourself pressing the button in the runs and you're not on Haribo specifically, what do you usually gravitate towards? What's one you find yourself taking? I, I love, uh, Bloodshot is is really good. Um, yeah, so Bloodshot, uh, Artemis, Artemis's cast is really good. Um, actually, Zeus's cast is phenomenal for clearing trash. It it just takes out the trash. It's so good. And this is this has changed. So I I feel like I have to keep explaining like my old videos because I made a video where I ranked all the cast boons and and I ranked Zeus like way down like in C tier or D tier and it is like. It is like up there with in, in A or maybe even S because you don't need to do a thing to that cast and it just owns. It's amazing. It just clears the room. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say those. It, usually I go for the ones that stick in enemies because then you get, you know, either the. Um, yeah, you get the cast stone buff, whatever it may be. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so I'll go with those. and Yeah. yeah. And then before we start getting to these duos, because I looked up, there are 12 duos that are cast-specific and 28 in the game, so slightly under half. You were right. It's a, it's a good chunk of them are cast. But before we get to duos, we got to talk about the extra god. got to talk about Hermes, because Hermes is <laughs> the cast boon god for sure. So yeah. how do you try and incorporate yeah, Hermes yeah. into your runs? Yeah, so Hermes is one of those that, that you, can't really, you can't really force him in the same way that you can force other gods, like his, his keepsake doesn't do anything to bring Hermes into the game. 
Um, Hermes almost always will show up either at the end of Tartarus in a uh, shop, in the final shop, or he will be like one of the first few gods that show up uh, in Asphodel. So Asphodel will almost always have um, two Hermes boon offerings, right? Um, Hermes is tough, though, because <laughs> Hermes is like, if you're going, if you... Okay, it, it, it's I think about Hermes mostly defensively, like I, I don't really count on his boons to do anything for my damage um, with casts, though, he does incredible things. Like if you can get the, the boon that makes you rapid fire your casts, that's incredible. All of the legendaries that he offers for casts are really amazing. Like um, so if you could if you get super lucky. And your cast boon or your cast build is blessed by by Hermes, then it's just going to take it over the edge. It's amazing, but he has so many different things that he can offer you. And ninety percent of the time, you're seeing, you know, you're seeing the the money one, whatever that one is. That side hustle, good old side hustle. Yeah, side hustle. Yeah. See, side hustle, side hustle is great because like, you make the money when you when you take it, and then you make the money when you sell it for customs. That's yes, it. Gives you right, the money yeah. twice. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. No, side hustle is actually legitimately it, it's okay because money money is very uh, very important in the game for everything. Like you, money kind of helps you. It saves your run. Whatever you need, the you know you can probably buy um, in a shop or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to hoarding slash. Just for those of you hoarding slash gamers oh out my there. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, to your point, um, I've only uh, I have. One time I can think of, I took Lambent Plume as my keepsake for Act 2, because in Act 1, I got Parting Shot, Tartarus Parting Shot. And so, you know, to your point of being super lucky, Exhibit A, super lucky. But Lambent Plume actually being a requirement for his legendaries, you can kind of skip the other prereqs by taking Lambent Plume. You can kind of, that can be the, the, the Hermes keepsake there. Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that it did that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, need to go I need to go check it out. Yeah. See, nice. I learned it from your Codex video where I looked and I was like, oh, Lambent Plume is technically a prerequisite for both Bad News and okay. Greater Recall. And that's, yeah. And so, like, I knew that about the Poseidon keepsake that if you wanted to get the fishing one, that his keepsake would count as a prereq. But I did not know that. That's super, super cool. I'm going to have to... Grab now. Now there's a reason to take it for one biome. There, it used to be that it was just all in. Yeah. Gosh, now I got to go revise my keepsake video. Well, there you go. Was, oh no, <laughs> I gave awesome. you more work. Oh no, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, if you've got a couple of faded awesome. persuasion rolls, if you save two of them and you can give each mm. shop with Hermes a roll, it's. I don't know how likely it is yeah. to find it, but I did find it pretty quickly, and so I ended yeah, up with uh, with parting shot with phalanx cast level five and greater recall and fully loaded it was a lot of damage a lot Very of damage nice. but again super lucky yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah <laughs> so let's talk duos because there are a lot of duos and builds here we've got all 12 of them we got time mm. we can we can knock these out yeah. all right so let's go <laughs> yeah. let's start up crystal clarity is the one i have listed on the top here because boy do i love crystal clarity let's talk and yeah. demeter is in so many of these builds we're going to be talking about demeter a lot today yeah definitely um yeah, crystal. So the the beam we it's it's called we call it the beam meme because it's it's kind of it started out in the game. Uh, it feels very underpowered, I think, when you first start with it, and then crystal clarity is like if you if you want to do a beam run, you have to get crystal clarity. Otherwise, the beams are com- not completely, but almost completely worthless for most most enemies because it just can't keep up. 
Um, but they've buffed Crystal Clarity a lot and made it track very, very well now. So um, it it can be very interesting. Like you can get some really, really cool things with with, uh, with the Demeter cast now. Um, and Crystal Clarity is a a huge part of that. It's it's kind of similar to like Hunting Blades with Slicing Shot. Like Slicing Shot is eh, until you get Hunting Blades and then it's like, ooh, <laughs> this does this. Yeah. This works now. And do you usually yeah. try and go for the the glacial glare Arctic blast on top of that? Is that a priority for you? If if I can, I mean that yeah. it, I've tried many times and it just it doesn't come together. That's the thing. That was always my big complaint with Crystal Clarity was it's not it's not hitting more than one enemy. Right. Yeah. So each beam, sure, it does a ton of damage, and especially when you stack them up, it does a lot. But getting getting the clears, like it's nice to be able to to do both. Right. Um. But yeah, if you can find that combo, that's that's amazing. That's a good yeah. feeling. But it's a rare <laughs> thing because there are a few gods in particular. I will shout out Demeter and Poseidon are both mm. gods that are amazing when you have like five of their boons. But if you get <laughs> one at the beginning and then you see them like every other biome, it, there's just not a lot going on there. Uh, sure, so sure. like a single crystal beam or even just beam with clarity is good. But if you get beam and ravenous crop and glacial glare and arctic blast then sure it's crazy but that's because you saw demeter five times and so it's you know when you see any god five times it's going to scale pretty well but demeter and poseidon i'll shout it as the ones that really uh really appreciate being seen multiple times over a run yeah i i throw zeus in there too yeah 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 yeah. no it, it absolutely no it's 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 fun to see those synergies come together so Hunting Blades, you've mentioned a few times, this is such a fun build too, because there's so many different ways to go about it. And it's, you just drop them and they're, and they're find and destroy. So great. Yeah. It, it's the build that, that it feels like I've broken the game, right? Like I like, that's one of the things I like about roguelites is, is when there's something that you can do, you can manipulate it in such a way <clears throat> that the game suddenly is <laughs> just going completely bonkers and you don't have to do anything. That's, that's uh, hunting blades. It feels great. And then if you can get, if you can get Ares legendary on top of, uh, on top of that, then yeah, it's, it's, those are the highlight reel runs, right? Those are the ones that are, are exciting to, to talk about and to, to showcase for people. Yeah, when you get that scaling seeking damage, I think one of the first videos of yours that I watched was when you got Tartarus hunting blades. And let me tell you, there ain't oh, no man. hunting blades like Tartarus hunting blades. <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, I the game the game just kinda stop having to really think about it too much and that's that's kinda neat. <laughs> and it's always very entertaining when Electo throws a blade at you and you throw one right back. Like, yeah, how do you like it now? <laughs> how do you like it? Yeah, my yeah, my slicing blade blades are, are a little better, I think. Yes. Even though we have to pay the electo health tax to get an act to, because you can never get electo without getting hit by something. Indeed, Ugh. she's she's uh, terrible. So <laughs> this next, these next two, I'm going to talk about them both together because mm. these are your darlings, the Dio duos, uh, the yeah. the scintillating feast and the ice wine. Tell us about preach from the church of festive fog. <laughs> yeah, totally. So festive fog um, is one that I I kind of dislike the way that it works because it it's a lob cast is i think it's the only yeah it's the only lob cast and so it's really difficult to aim it aims like the rails special which on a controller feels kind of bad it's gotten better um i think they keep they keep they kept you know kind of tweaking it until it it felt a lot better now but um so yeah you lob it so the the nice thing about ice wine is that it removes the lob mechanic suddenly it's kind of like it's very odd actually it's like the cast disappears and then appears <laughs> at the enemy that you were aiming at and 
kind of strange, but it you no, know, it adds a nice extra burst of damage. Um, I like Ice Wine, but but Scintillating Feast is the one that I think really takes the the trippy shot build and and just kind of takes it to the next level with with the lightning strikes. Because then that's when you want you want to find ideally with Scintillating Feast you find um, Dionysus and then a million Zeus boons. You know, like you just get you fill out the rest of your your load with your your, your uh, build with with Zeus boons. You get the double strike and the static discharge and all the all that goodness and yeah, uh, yeah, very very nice. <laughs> there is one actually. There is a Dionysus uh, boon that I, well, no, it's it's his uh, it's his legendary, which is a very odd legendary in my opinion because it's like when <laughs> when an enemy is poisoned and it's in festive fog, it takes like hundred percent extra damage. Like it's just double, double all of your damage when there, when that situation is, um, <laughs> is in effect. And so it's like, that's kind of a rare thing, but it actually happens more than you think, especially when you, you know, you've got Haribo, you know, the first one, especially so you get, yeah, this is a weird, a weird build that I got a while back, probably like, you know, some months ago, but you get Dionysus on your attack, which is normally terrible, right? Like that's just one, one stack of, of hangover is terrible, but then uh, if you get the legendary and you and it's on Haribo, suddenly that makes the two casts that come after the first one do double damage. That's kind of fun. <laughs> and then all the lightning strikes are doing double. Oh yeah, that's so nice. The the Dio legendary is really strange because you have to have you have to have them on multiple mainline abilities, and that's yep. kind of hard to configure. It, it is. It's it's one of those that like you have to like. You have to be going for it very specifically um, to make it to make it happen. And then it's like one of those situations where it's like, does it really happen all that often? And if you set it up right, it does. And it's and it's a beautiful thing. But yeah, it is. It is. It does feel awkward when you read it. You're like, how often am I going to be in that situation where you're poisoned and in festive fog? But yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's one that if you build for it, it's amazing. Yes. And it takes a bunch of work, but, you know. You gotta make the you gotta make the meme a dream. You gotta make the dreams come true sometimes. Exactly right. Um, right. So, I'm I don't know if Blizzard Shot and Mirage Shot should always go together, but I seem to always get them together. Um, but let's talk about Blizzard Shot. Let's talk about because that that seems like a cast that I feel like every time I hit that duo, I always clear that run because it's so good oh, against yeah. Hades. It's so so good it's, in in that fight. It is. Yeah. It's it's got great like um, just kind of takes care of a zone of the map, right? Like you just send it off and it goes really slowly, but it like, it, it just, all those like swirls just take care of every, every enemy. And Hades is big enough that he takes hits from multiple, um, multiple of those, uh, <laughs> what are those swirly things called? But anyway, he, he gets, it's kind of like a double dipping ability, right? Cause all those extra things are hitting him because he's such a large hit box, right? Cause he's such a large enemy. Um, so he's yeah, Blizzard Shot feels very good against Hades for that reason. Um, and even though like I, I feel like Blizzard Shot's one that I get it sometimes, and I think to myself, man, I kind of wish I still had Poseidon cast because it goes so slow and it doesn't have that burst, but it's got really really nice. Like you got to think about it more. Like I'm gonna just this zone of the map is just they're all gonna die. If anyway, if anything's over here, it's just gonna die, um, which is different than. Yeah, it's a little bit different than the uh, bloodshot. 
Yeah, it definitely transforms a little bit. Instead of being a ranged single target attack, you kind of it almost turns into a Dionysus cast of sorts. Now it does trigger, it hits the knockback and it hits the chill at the same time. So if you're looking for privilege status and you have razor shoals, it can be really nice to just drop that there and then things explode. That can be really pleasant. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Sea storm too. Well, what isn't (laughs) good with sea storm? No, exactly. Like you, you, but like, that's the thing though. Like when you can, when you can combine all of these duo boons to work together, that's when things just, go completely bonkers and and blizz shot is a perfect example of that because you can get the knockback you can get the lightning strikes and you're also chilling enemies with it like you're getting multiple curses you potentially can get like three curses from one ability which is pretty sweet yeah and we're starting to get into some of the the stranger ones here the more niche ones when do you yeah. go for mirage shot or does it just kind of happen is it it's not really core to any build that i can think of yeah so mirage shot is a, is interesting there's a, there's some history with with, with Mirage Shot. Oh boy! It used to be okay. It used to be that Artemis was the cast god, and the reason why was because she had her Mirage Shot used to just be one of her secondary boons, where you could get basically Mirage Shot. I, I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't called Mirage Shot, but you could get you kind of like get plus thirty percent for an additional like <laughs> cast that you would send out every for every cast that you had. So it used to it used to be that, and then obviously like Artemis has her legendary, which is a great cast, uh, a great cast boon as well. And then there were a few others. Oh yeah, the um, the dislodge damage, right? The, oh, exit wounds. The, yeah, yeah. Exit wounds. Yes, thank you. Um, so when you had that on top of it, but that that boon by itself was just insane and so i think they realized like okay this is too strong to just be another artemis secondary boon so they made it a duo i i think it's i i really like it but it's one of those that is yeah it's it's not going to make the run but it does take if you if you're doing a cast run i mean and you see poseidon and artemis i mean you might as well go for it it's gonna it's gonna add a lot to whatever you have yeah i I never turn it down i want to say that i never turn it down (laughs) right it's always good but yeah and there are a few runs, whenever you get it with another one of these duos, it's always very memorable because I've had Mirage Shot Crystal Clarity. I've had Mirage Shot Hunting Blades. I had Mirage Shot Hunting Blades on Erebo. Yeah. That was silly. Oh, nice. That was very nice. silly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's very memorable, but also it's just, yes. it's it's not going to be core to a build the same way. It's not a duo that you say, I'm, this is a Mirage Shot build. I'm taking Poseidon first and going for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't transform your cast the same way some of these other ones do. Now, Freezing Vortex, I get the idea this should be good, but if those Blade Rifts don't home, I kind of don't want them as much. And I believe this is incompatible with Hunting Blades, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. So what you want what you want to get with Freezing Vortex is um, another Ares. Was that Engulfing? Uh, it's the, yes. The yeah. Engulfing Vortex, because Engulfing Vortex is kind of like, uh, is kind of like Hunting Blades' little brother or, or whatever. So like if you get engulfing vortex, it pulls enemies in. And then if you have the freezing vortex, is that what it's called? Freezing vortex? Yes. Um, If you have that, then then they're getting chilled and slowed. And obviously those stacks of chill are going very, very quickly. You can get to, you know, 10 stacks um, relatively quickly and then they're being pulled in. And so they can't get away. Right. So it, it feels a lot like hunting blades, except the enemies are kind of following the rather than the slicing shot following the enemies, the enemies are following the slicing shot around. So it's kind of neat. It's actually kind of kind of fun. And then again, if you can get the the explosion uh, boon from Demeter, where the the um, 
Oh, the Arctic Head Blast. Snacks makes yeah, an explosion. Yeah. Arctic Blast. Yeah, thank you. I, I can never remember if it's Snowburst or Arctic Blast or whatever. It's They're all cold. That's all we know. They're cold. Exactly. Like, I don't know why, but I have like this brain block with remembering the names of boons. I just, <laughs> I just describe them to people like the one that makes it. Oh, they the do thing, thing that does the stuff because your brain is all full exactly. of new video ideas. You can't fit everything in there. <laughs> That's right. And my, and my, yeah, thinking about everything else. Um, but yeah, no, freezing vortex is kind of a weird one. I don't usually go for it because um, once again, things just have to really line up in order for that to be good. And then if you're relying on it, like if I'm building around slicing shot, freezing vortex isn't enough to make slicing shot the thing, you know, like you, I always think about like, what is my primary damage dealer in, in this run? Um, you know, like with every weapon, I always try to think about, is it going to be a cast? Is it going to be attack? Or is it going to be a special um, or some, you know, sometimes there's a weird combination there, but freezing vortex doesn't take slicing shot and transform it into a, you know, the, the primary damaging uh, ability um yeah <laughs> yeah so not usually the build around as it were now right. parting shot is uh, this is the last one before we start getting to some really weird ones parting shot i put here in particular because some people will argue this is a build around and other people may not focus on as much uh what's sure. your what's your take on it? what do you usually do so i i actually hadn't tried this but there's a really cool I, recently i did though um because i had seen some pretty incredible highlight reels so if, if you get uh, Athena's cast and you have parting shot, apparently the way that that works is on the Haribo, everything that you hit with the Haribo is a backstab. So when you get parting shot on the Haribo with Athena's cast and you've got like all of Athena's, you know, shenanigans with backstab, you can get a pretty big number, right? Like, and then you have multiple casts, like I, you know. Five six thousand damage coming from one burst of of a hair shot, and so that's a lot of fun. But so like it can be built around, but um, yeah, it it doesn't. It, it's kind of it's kind of similar to Ice Vortex in the sense that it doesn't like totally transform the cast. It just kind of adds this nifty little extra, right? This nifty little bonus. But Haribo Haribo with parting shot, I think that's a legitimate thing. Like that is going to be something unless they change the way that works. That's going to be um, a build all all by itself. It's it's pretty incredible. Yeah, I've I Halion has said he is F10 and submitted that that's how that works. And the test branch does not <laughs> feature any changes. We must assume this is working as intended. And in the meantime, Athena keeps a Act One, take the cast, Aphrodite <laughs> Act Two, take take whatever, yeah. and then get yourself some big chunky damage because yeah, it's. Absolutely. It can be a lot of damage. Uh, you can, yeah. in phase one of Hades, you can you can chunk them down to the nearest breakpoint with one hit. It's it's not too hard to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. Yeah. All right, some weird so ones. Interesting. Here come the yeah. weird ones. Speaking of Athena cast lightning phalanx, why? Yeah. Why? Yes, lightning phalanx was one of the first uh, cast duos that that they introduced to the game actually, and it's it's weird to me. It, it would make more sense if it also could like inflict static discharge, like it just doesn't feel like they it's fully implemented, right? It's just kind of like, yeah, let's make Athena bounce. Let's just do that for her cast. And that'll be cool. But if it, if it was actually like, this is a lightning Athena cast thing, then I could really see it and get behind it. But as it is, it's just kind of, it doesn't do everything that I wish it would do, you know, to make it exciting to me. Um, yeah. Like if it, if it was, if, you know, basically if it had a lightning effect, either a lightning bolt, which would be 
completely crazy. That would be amazing if there was a lightning bolt. But even if it just could inflict static discharge, I think that that would be uh, cooler. But yeah, I actually got a run recently with parting shot and lightning phalanx. Um, but the lightning phalanx really didn't do a whole lot um, <laughs> for the run, which was a little, a little disappointing. Um, it's, it's okay. It actually can do a lot of damage because Athena does have a small AOE effect on her cast. And so, like, if things are close together, like in sticks, it's a very nice room clearing uh, cast. Actually, one of the one of the better ones because uh, the rats are all really close together, and enemies usually bunch up. Well, I guess there are some there are some really big rooms. Some of those final yeah. rooms are are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they they really got got very uh, very mean with the way they designed some of those rooms. The one with the dual saw blades. And the poison cure in between them, like you know how uh, they're like. Oh man, this is gonna be so bad. And they're the gonna, little they're, nooks they're that seem die. like they're safe, and then the poison traps turn on, and they just fill with yes. poison gas, and then you have to oh charge in the middle, God. then you get hit by the saw blade. Yeah, yeah I don't know yep. what you're talking about, Paul. Never dealt with that. <laughs> that. And that's why you don't take heightened security. That's why. No. <laughs> yes. Don't do it. No. The reason I don't take heightened security. It's a trap. Literally, one, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, that that is a great one of one of ten examples I can think of. Not take heightened security. Other examples include the entire biome of Asphodel, Electo's blades, yeah. jars, jars. Oh, Even jar. spike traps, man. I've yeah. I've lost death defiances on, on runs with, with stupid spike traps. You should. Be, I mean, they're the easiest thing in the world to avoid, but I somehow managed That's to land on them. Electo phase four. The entire screen is red, and when you yeah, step on one, yeah, yeah. so are you. And that's yeah, exactly. what happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. News. So lightning rod. Now on your <laughs> co-op stream with Halion, you were actually excited to sell this. And my discord yeah. was asking why. What's up with lightning rod? Because I think in casual or yeah. lower heat playthroughs, it can actually be decent, right? It's a bunch of damage. But as the heat sure. progresses, it doesn't really seem to scale. It's it's like, okay, I think I think that it's because it's been around for so long and it's been this kind of joke. For so long in the in the Hades community that, you know, like, sure, sure. Like, if you don't want to pick up your casts or you don't want to cast anymore, you just want the stones to stick out there. Yeah. And then you have to, like, kind of weirdly avoid this area of the map so they don't automatically go to you. It just makes you play in a very strange way, in my opinion. And so, like, because of that fact. And then it does, like, it does good damage. It actually used to do more damage. It used to be... 100 wow. damage per lightning bolt oh my goodness um, and so they they tuned it down a little bit but the thing about the thing about duo boons is if it's when you're at those when you're trying to do really high heat right like you you have to make that build so lean and so laser focused that it's never going to be about lightning rod right it's never going to be about that and i had um i had um underworld custom so i had to sell something and I got a ton of money from it, right? So that was kind of the thing. Like it, it hit, killed two birds with with one cast stone, you know, right? So oh, like, it, I, like I could that. sell, <laughs> I could, I sold something, and I got what two hundred fifty, three hundred gold. I can't remember how much it is. You got a death defiance. That's what you got. I get, yeah, indeed. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the the best use of lightning rod right there. Um, but no, I mean, I think if it would be it would be hilarious, and I think I've I think I tried to do it a few times, like to make a lightning rod focused run but it's really hard to guarantee that the cast stones just sit there right like and that's actually one reason why some people take stygian soul because you can't get lightning rod with stygian soul it won't appear like they take it specifically for that (laughs) is there a talent you can turn on to not get sweet nectar i don't think there's a talent you can turn on to not get sweet nectar (laughs) it'd be nice to dodge that sometimes 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially late game. Yeah. It's, I mean, those, it's good. The it's, act it four be good when the you get the duo between Sweet Nectar and Exclusive Access. Yeah. I want both of those. That's what I want. Sticks sure. always. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. You've got just a few more rooms left. All right. We've yeah. got two casts left. They are weird. Yep. These are the weird ones. Cold Embrace. Yeah. When would you want to use this? Is this good on Haribo? Yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, this, is, this is embarrassing, but I actually have to look up Cold Embrace. This is the one where this the beams shoot at you. You put, you oh put out gosh. the beams and they shoot at you. <laughs> okay. so Don't be embarrassed having was, to look that up, by the way. I assume you oh don't take gosh. it much. Yeah. So I, I was super excited about it when I first. Um, so, okay. When we were, when this was the one, there was, a, there was one patch that happened. I think it was the, um, the last, the second, you know, the one right before 1.0. The where they made um, Charon, they kind of fleshed out Charon more. And they were experimenting with two different versions of this. One of them made your um, the, the uh, crystal beams. It, you had three, it had three crystal beams and it would kind of rotate. Mm. And that was amazing, apparently, because you could like do these weird things with like area control. And like people were talking about it. I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. And but by the time I got to it, it was this, and it is not cool. <laughs> it is not. It is not good, in my opinion. I don't like it. I I think that there's probably if you were to just like practice it and get really good at movement and and positioning and stuff. But I don't want to be thinking about that, man. Like I I already <laughs> I already feel like the the I, I I struggle to stay out of the lava. I struggle to stay out of the traps and away from the enemies and dodging at the right moments, like. If I have to think about where the lasers are in relative to me, like I'm just, it's going to be bad, a bad day. <laughs> so this is one of the two outcomes I was hoping for. I was hoping for either enlightenment or validation. Yeah, and I yeah. got the validation. You know what? <laughs> yeah. We'll take it because this yeah. is the only duo that I've sold without mm-hmm. Underworld Customs being on. And I have sure. sold it without Customs being on because I took it and my damage went down. And I it was yeah. in Asphodel yeah. and I was trying to get blue skeletons between me and crystal beams and blue skeletons don't stay oh, where you put them it didn't no, no. You, you don't want to be close to blue skeletons right like, I, I learned that i did not no no i did not yeah, yeah. blue skeletons are not, not friendly yes no it's 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 the weirdest one probably the weirdest one and it's the one that feels the worst i think just to just to someone i mean i guess if that was my first experience of of you know crystal beam and i was like ooh. Maybe if I if I was if I started out thinking about it, but doggone it, I'm ruined, right? Like <laughs> I know how other other casts work, and that's just terrible. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it doesn't I'm, feel good. I'm right there with you. It's a lot of work, and the payoff seems not really there. Um, now, exactly. I have taken Curse of Drowning on a couple runs. One yeah. was with the fists, and that was pretty cool. And yeah. one was with yep. the bow, and that was not cool. Yeah, not can't, so cool. <laughs> can't can't do it with the bow, but. So this is the weird AOE pulse near you. With fists, it makes sense because you don't have time to cast and you just want yeah. that triple floodshot damage right next to you. But yeah. it also definitely yeah. seems like it's a little bit harder to use. What have you done with Curse of Drowning in the past? Yeah, so Curse of Drowning, I think, can be pretty amazing. It's one of those ones that that's kind of maybe like Crystal Beam where you just set it and forget it, right? Like if... It works. It works with most builds. I mean, other than the other than it's the bow range, not or, so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, imagine it with with Achilles spear, right? Like you, you. Oh, that'd be cool. Zoom, you zoom into a group and you set them all off, and then suddenly, like they all die just because they're standing there. It it can be pretty uh, pretty awesome. I don't remember exactly how big the radius is around your 
around um, Zagreus, but it, it can do it can do some interesting things. It's it's another one that's like you might build towards it, but you have to be thinking like it's. I mean, you don't really want to be that close most of the time, right? Like it's kind of it's kind of dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if I was on the fists and I had Ares attack and floodshot and I saw it come up, I'd be like, I'll do this. Um, but a lot of the weapons, you're just, you really don't want to be that close. Shields, you want to play more ranged and spear. If you're not on Achilles, you definitely want to keep them at a distance. So pretty specific application, even though that yeah. if you have floodshot pushed, the way this works, it triples the floodshot damage. That can be a lot of damage. So if Definitely. you get the right boons, yeah. or maybe if you're on a fist run and you get a big chaos boon for cast damage, that could yeah. actually work out. You could actually make that happen. Definitely, yeah. I mean, and even on even on shield. So if you do like a bull rush focused shield, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like bull rush, you are so safe when you're bull rushing around the around the screen because you're blocking and then and then you're moving. So you load in your cast. Like I can see that being pretty good. But yeah, but the best build with with shield is usually to toss it right. Uh, yeah. to do the you know captain america whatever. so if you're on beowulf the the way it works on beowulf is very strange but they all the pulses do mm. start where you land so you could almost have it like that mortar crush out of just do this like charging cursive drowning but again i think that would probably be a science run we'll call it definitely right. something yeah, that you exactly. do because you want to see what happens <laughs> not because you're pushing yeah. high heat or whatever exactly yeah. it's not a, it's not the most optimal but it is interesting yes it's fun it's fun stuff yeah yeah, exactly. You know, like the game is not just Era Sea Storm. Let's go. It's you gotta, you gotta yeah. mess around too. Yeah, just spread your wings a little bit. <laughs> exactly, and that'll wind us down for the show. So, Paul, thank you so much for coming on. Where can we find you if we want to chat and tell us a little bit about your own social community? Sure. Um, I've I've got a Discord like everyone else, <laughs> but yeah, I've got I've got a Discord. We we do things. Uh, we play Among Us sometimes, and uh, we've had some events like that. Um. But I've got a Twitter, twitter.com uh, slash Jollis Paul, my YouTube page, or um, on Twitch. You can catch me on Tuesday nights and Saturday nights, 8 p.m. Central. And then actually, I'm, I'm adding in another stream, for better or for worse. <laughs> I don't know how, how well or how long it'll last. But Saturday mornings, I'm going to be doing a stream starting at 7.30 a.m. for Ooh. a few hours just to kind of hit the other side of the globe a little bit. Nice. Look at that. And 7.30 a.m., that is what we call dad o'clock. That's what that is. <laughs> I know. That is the kids the, are already up, right? So I'm up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really glad that you're going you're gonna to hit some, some of the European community and maybe even mm -hmm. like some of the Asian night owls. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Paul. And, uh, yeah, for, thanks for having me. Of course, was an absolute blast to have you here. And uh, listeners, you already know where to find us, but follow the show at Hidden Aspects on Twitter. Subscribe on your podcast client. Join our Discord. And until next week, we will see you in hell. <laughs>